<laughs> oh dear. Well, there you go. Stadia Rocks live. It's not only for casual people and and those new to Stadia. It's for the casual minded like me and those those new to tech like me. <laughs> well, you know what? We could keep restarting and restarting, but we've got we've got a, a busy schedule, haven't we? Got a very, so we, busy, very busy schedule here. Yeah, so we don't we don't want to be doing that. Let me just pull. Let me just pull. Get, get cloud gaming. There he is. It's all good. It's all fine. Right. Let's crack on. We'll um we'll re-record this whole thing and put it out in a month so you can catch <laughs> up with the news then. <laughs> See if this works. Yes, we will. We will do that. Rob, don't be worried about this. It's everything's fine. <laughs> Duncan, help. Latest news. What the heck? What the heck has been going on this week? Nothing has happened this week in the in the in the world of Stadia. Nothing at all. No, we have had our Stadia Connect, and it has been a real good uh, show. There, we've got a load of new game announcements, and we've got new features coming, or features which we knew were coming. We've now got a semi date for them. So, what we'll do here is we will go for a quick rundown of everything what happened during the Stadia Connect here. And just getting the details up here, because my PC is actually active up now as well. Oh, yeah, of course. And you're seeing by delay, because normally, folks, I have it plugged in so that the guests and the hosts can see what's going live. I just, it's, none of it's happened. Now, we're just we're just running through the VT, the original Connect uh, VT, which I just, I know you guys can hear, but I'll just turn it down. You've seen and heard it all before. Um, we had, I think we had 12 new or 12 games announced, didn't we, Duncan, in the Connect this week? Yeah, what I'll do is I'll go for a wee quick rundown of everything mm -hmm. that was announced, and then we can cool. uh, expand on it. The first, the first big news is we have got our first exclusive game coming to Stadia, which is uh, they've used a new a new a term, which is only on Stadia, mm -hmm. and that is uh, out Outcasters by Splash Damage, which is going to be like a uh, a shooter game, and which we're going to come to later. Because uh, this is actually a big thing for Stadia. Yeah. And uh, the next game is Orcs Must Die Free. Uh, it's now a Stadia Pro game. Again, I think we may touch on that later. Uh, yeah. We we also got uh, announced that we're going to get free games by free developers. Stadia have not bought these developers. They're just working on games for them, and they are harmonics. I can speak. Harmonics. Uh, yep. Uppercut games and super massive games. Uh, harmonics are known for like uh, music games. If you've heard of rock bands and uh, Guitar Hero, I'm not sure. I think they used to make that and all got all messed okay. up. So they they do uh, music and rhythm sort of games. So that's mm -hmm. going to be interesting. Uh, and super massive games is the interesting one. That's the wild card in all this. They're known for horror games. So um, really deep uh, story games. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Uh, the next game is Super Bomberman R Online. It's something I'm really interested in this game. Uh, I find out some more details on it. So I think we're going to go a bit into that. Uh, one Hand Clapping was announced and released. And that is actually a nice uh, cheap game on Stadia. And a couple of our amazing people out there have actually started showing this game off. It's a bit unusual where you have to sing or, or do some music to it. Uh, I would say shout out to Ray because he's actually got a video on, on the interwebs about that on <laughs> Twitter. Him is singing away. Uh, next game is Dead by Daylight. 
again, this is again, I think we may come back to a wee bit later just to have a, a much more wider discussion because this is going to be a big game for Stadia come September. Uh, PUBG got an update. Uh, uh, changing the map and added a couple of more wee things to the game. Uh, we've got some uh, Stadia Pro announcements as well, and one of these is Hitman, and we're getting mm -hmm. the Hitman trilogy, so we're going to get Hitman and Hitman 2 in September, and it looks like we're getting Hitman 3 when it launches early next year. Hitman, the original, is going to be a pro game in September. Right, okay. Uh, we also got Serious Sam 4, and we've got another trailer about that. Uh, Outriders is coming to Stadia, which is made by Square Enix, which is an RPG shooter. I know, I know we're blasting all these games at you. It's, it's just to give a... Yeah, you've ruined my news, mate. I had it all lined up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he put that one? Oh, no. <laughs> we've got uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds is coming. We've got a couple of sports games in PGA and NBA. Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice. This is a hardcore game for the hardcore audience. Um, it's a really, really tough game, and it's a really interesting one that this is coming. And we also mm -hmm. got two more uh, pro game announcements in uh, Hello Neighbor and Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek, and both are coming to Stadia. So we know what September or two of September's games are. Yeah. Uh, pro games hello neighbor is coming in september and their second one hello neighbor hide and seek is coming holiday 2020 okay. so you may have seen that there's been there was nothing really announced uh, at this connect however as we've just seen we've just rattled off an absolute load of things and there's so much to actually dig into here and there's yeah. so much positive news from this connect yeah absolutely and i don't think i mean i haven't heard many people say that there was nothing uh, in this connect it's absolutely dripping with stuff particularly if your main interest is in playing games on stadia um, as i've said 12 games uh, minimum announced uh, plus a couple of uh, one one absolute exclusive a couple of first looks on stadia um, we've got uh, some big um, some big games coming that are big games so it's a lot there's a lot I thought there was a huge amount I was actually I really enjoyed it um, and I think you know there was a lot to unpack in those 18 minutes it's kind of um, as I say well, it was only 18 minutes long it's worth putting it on quarter speed uh, because you know things like we're seeing here crowd choice Duncan first time we mentioned this last week or the week before in a bit more detail and this is the first time that we have seen them actually mentioning crowd choice and they made a big thing of click to play as well uh, which I think again uh, two huge things worth worth maybe going back over yeah exactly Yes, or not. Yes, exactly. Um, we'll start on the crowd choice one because this is the first time I've actually uh, seen it in action. And mm -hmm. the game which showcased this was Death or Day by Day or Death by Day. Death, death by Chocolate. Death by Chocolate. Yeah, absolutely. Death by Daylight. That game is going to be an absolute monster hit. hit on uh, Stadia come September. It yeah. is going to be massive. Cry Choice was shown off in this, and it was basically, if you rock or stream in uh, Day by Day at Night on Rockstar mm -hmm. at night, night yeah. on Friday, Friday night, night, you, you, you put, put a choice, choice into, into the, the chat, chat saying, saying, 
do you want Rock to be the the survivor or the monster? Yeah. And if they say they want you to be the monster, you get a second choice saying which monster you are going to be. Right. So, so this is going to implement, uh, give streamers more interactivity with their audiences and okay. give people more uh, things to do. So this is an absolute massive thing going forward. And if people were watching you play this game underneath your link or underneath your uh, YouTube video, there is going to be a link saying mm -hmm. uh, click to play this on Stadia. And it's exactly what it says on the tin. You click that and yep. you go into the game. The only caveats are you have to be a pro member at the moment to enable for that to happen and you have to own the game. Okay, but um, nonetheless, good to have. I mean, and how long has Dead by Daylight been out in the real world? It's been out for a good couple of years, but it's got a the real um, world in the real world. It's been, <laughs> it's been out virtual for, cloud world. It's, it's been out for a good couple of years now and it's got a really, really healthy user base. Yeah. Again, this leads us into something which uh, Stadia is pushing a lot. Uh, death, uh, day by day, death by daylight. I cannot speak here. Death by chocolate. Just call it death by chocolate. You can't oh, go wrong. Death by chocolate <laughs> uh, will have cross-platform multiplayer. So what that means is you won't have to worry as much for when you're trying to get multiplayer games. So if you're playing on Stadia, you could be mm -hmm. playing with someone on Xbox, PC, PlayStation, you can be playing with anybody anywhere. So this is going to actually help the numbers of people actually playing it, and you should be able to get a game no matter what. Now, it's interesting, because I, I I have uh, Dead by Daylight on PC. Um, as you said, it's been around for a little while. So I downloaded it the other day to have a look at it, and, I mean, it looks great, but I couldn't get a game up. And that was on PC. I mean, granted, it was uh, fairly early in the morning. I think it was maybe about six o'clock. But um, it couldn't couldn't find a match. I'm hoping, <laughs> ironically, when it comes to Stadia, we'll see the reverse of that. Because I think the one thing that we do see uh, with Stadia is that there is a commitment. So when a new title comes, you know, you, do, you, you certainly initially you get you can usually find enough people to play with you. And as you've said, because it'll be cross-platform, that's going to help enormously. It certainly helps with PUBG. Uh, it helps with, uh, I think, The Division is cross-platform. There's a few games right now, aren't there, that are, that are cross-platform that are good. it should work really well for. Yeah, this is a big push for uh, Death by Chocolate. Uh, Say so I'm going back to Death by Chocolate. Yeah, if it's easier, mate, whatever makes you, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> that, uh, this is actually being pushed out to all platforms come September, so that's going to push this uh, for everybody, not just some stadia. As mm -hmm. this, so if you, like you said, you were having some problems, this should actually relieve the problems for absolutely everybody going forward. I, mean, I think cross-platform multiplayer is going to be a massive thing for a lot of these uh, games going forward, especially the smaller type games. I think yeah. that, it just increases the audience and will keep the game uh, active for a lot longer. And I, some games just actually need a bit more time to to, to build up the audience. So mm -hmm. it's going to be good for all everybody in gaming going forward. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, 12 games spread. And what was also quite interesting, Duncan, for the first time, I think, was they pre-announced... Some of those games will be 
pro games in not even next month but but in the month after or further down the road uh, and that was quite interesting to see as well wasn't it yeah it was very interesting to see it's uh like i said with our with a brief introduction we know, we know that uh hello neighbor is coming in september along with hitman so mm -hmm. we know two games in uh, september which are coming we also, uh, we're going to touch this a bit, there were also no, a game which is coming in August, but we'll, we'll touch now with it because we're just concentrating on the Connect here. Sure. We, also, we also know Hello Neighbor, Hide and uh, Seek is coming in holiday 2020. This mm -hmm. is actually giving us good news going out so we can actually say, yeah, we're getting games here and we know when we're getting games. And so this was a, a massive positive for Syria that we're starting to see that we're getting a roadmap. We're, we're starting to see what's coming out. During the Connect as well, we actually the, the, the touched on what games we already know which are coming to the system, but we're going to come to them to actually show uh, there is an absolute mountain of games coming to Stadia. Mm. And come, come September, we are going to be nearly drowning in games which we will want to play. And some of these games which are coming are going to take absolutely hours upon hours to complete. We've got games coming which are uh, role-playing games which are notorious for taking such a long time to complete. So there's so, there's so many good things actually coming to Stadia. And, and I'm telling you now, we are going to be getting games which haven't even been announced as yet. Right, okay. You know that? I, I know that. I ain't going to go out there and say I know that. Oh, you did say I'm telling you now. So it's, is this breaking news from Cloudy? This is not breaking news from Cloudy. This is just uh, going on what's going before. Because okay. we've, actually, we've actually still got a stack of games which have no release dates as yet. I'm just talking about games. We're going to be hit by games coming uh, August up until the end of the year. Games mm -hmm. we know the actual release dates. Yeah. And there's still a lot of games which have been announced for Stadia and there is no announced dates for them. So right. we are going to be swimming in games in a couple of months. So there is nothing to be worried about uh, from the games front. And there, well, there are more than I can play right now, let alone uh, <laughs> in a couple of months' time. Yep. T tell me about it. It's, it's, <laughs> the backlog back is becoming real in Stadia. Uh, yeah. Um, it's like I said, I'm actually excited in what's going forward here. Uh, we've got so many games coming, and we're not going to actually have enough time to actually play them all. No, no. And, and the other point to make as well, I think, which is quite an important one, is how many of these I mean, we're looking right now, Duncan, at, uh, and you should, by the way, be able to see this now on your screen. Um, we're looking at Hitman here, and this is Hitman 3, I believe, that we're seeing on the video, which we've said is coming out in January. Um, but the point is, and we saw that with a little red duck, these these have been specially remastered for Stadia. So we're not we're not we may be getting games that are a few months old, but they are you know they're fresh to Stadia. They have features that are new. Uh, there's no other platform that has little red ducks. But I'm being being flippant. But there's a load of content and a load of features in these apps, these games that that doesn't exist in the previous versions on other platforms. Exactly, and the best game to actually showcase that is actually uh, Super Bomberman R Online. Mm -hmm. That's basically uh, a reskinned version of Super Bomberman R, which has been out for a number of years on Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox. Okay. The Stadia version, you, you made the joke uh, about having a new red rubber duckier in Hitman. 
in Super Bomberman are, and I'm not even going to talk about the, the big feature, uh, uh, which is part of that, but I'll touch that in a second. In Super Bomberman R, we're getting something which has never been in the Bomberman game before. When you drop a bomb, there is bomb skins now, so you could drop down popcorn, so popcorn kills people instead of that. I know that yeah, sounds, okay. really, sounds, sounds really bad, but it is something which is completely different. It's, it's a remaster of a old game which is actually yes. a series of things. Yes. No, and I mean, I played um, I played Watch Dogs two a little bit the other day. Now that's you know that's now a three or four year old game, and yet still a remarkable title. And I think that's one of the things one of the things I actually really like about Stadia, is we get introduced or reintroduced to games that we may have thought were passe and old, but actually they're still great titles. And with the uh, with the work that they do to remaster them. They're well worth. Now, the game we're seeing on screen at the moment, which is about to disappear, is uh, Outcasters, which is the uh, it's a game by Splash Damage, uh, specially commissioned by uh, Google for Stadia. Uh, I mean, this looks amazing. And again, it's one of those easily digestible, fun games. Not You don't have to spend a lot of time thinking about how to play it. Fire it up, jump in, play it on any screen, and it works just as well on mobile which i think is we've always said it's what underlines stadia it's the big stadia difference isn't it it's what this show is about um and in a second when we do a rock review we talk about those are the things that uh you know stadia brings to an audience so it's great to see that and i think that's a big clue towards the kind of exclusives that we may see in the future for the for the platform yeah, at, at this moment in time, there is a big, massive push to these smaller, quick play titles, which are co-op, easy drop in, easy yep. drop out. You can play on the go, play on your phone for a couple of minutes and then disappear again. Or you can actually sit down and play them for hours if you're on the TV or playing on your computer. They're, the games that they're bringing uh, have got lots of versatility to them and they're easily played everywhere. Of course. Uh, if I just go back to the Bomberman one, uh, something else which was brought up for the first, really the first time in the open sort of space is crowd play. So we've, again, we touched on this a couple of weeks ago. On, on We actually described what crowd play is, and I actually showed you how this is going to be implemented in Bomberman. Mm-hmm. Bomberman is going to be bringing... Uh, a new mode, uh, Battle 64, and it's, uh, as it says on the on the tennis, it'll be 64 players uh, and the Battle Royale sort of scenario. Nice. Where you're going to be able to play with, with a load of people and it's... That's, that's that, huge. That's person standing. That could be a, a, a real, real fun palate cleanser of a game and I can see this mm. possibly taking off because Bomberman has a big following out there and this being really accessible for everything out there it could be massive right yeah and no, I absolutely agree that um sorry Duncan oh hang on sorry uh, 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 I think that looks cool by the way <laughs> <laughs> we can do that but let's not I like to see your face when you talk the crowd playing that is going to be massive. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, rock stars at night. Instead of playing PUBG, we could drop the link in for Bomberman at the start of the game. Yeah, and that's what it is. You drop a link in, and people can actually or not. You don't have to drop a link in. You can say this is set up for crowd play. Get in the queue, and you can play this all at a click of a button. 
Nice. So just think about that. That is just going to be um, a real handy thing to do. And if you're watching people play, they can actually uh, allow you to actually play with them. So that is going to be a real brilliant feature going forward. Um, it's going to, for these sort of games, it is absolutely perfect. <laughs> And Death by Chocolate will also have that feature as well. <laughs> we can see on the screen there, play with your favourite streamer. Um, and I think, you know, this is something that uh, a lot of content creators have been really looking forward to. I know that we, you and I, we have a show on a Friday night, which is, you know, it's kind of aimed at maybe slightly more uh, traditional hardcore gamers, but um, we we get a load of people jumping in and playing with us. I think we had about forty at one point on on Friday, um, and because a lot of existing games have those features, but this makes it very simple. Press a button, there you go, jump in, and and you're on the money, aren't you? Yeah, you are, and it just relieves. Uh, it's about relieving barriers to actually join in and play with people. It's this is what Stadia is about. It's just mm. taking, it's just taking down any sort of obstructions you have to gaming. Uh, doesn't matter what device you play on. Doesn't matter what controller you play on. For the most part, uh, if you're playing on mobile, it is yep. just expanding the the reach of gaming for everybody, and you mm. cannot beat it. It is going to this these games with crowd choice are going to be absolutely massive going forward and we already know that there's a couple of other uh, games in the the stadia library which are going to have it as well and uh get packed ember uh, is going to have it as well and you can see other games which could be implemented too and i think PUBG is a, a prime example we may see that as well I do we know um sorry do we know if uh, Rock of Ages, which is coming up. Uh, do we know if that has any... Is that a multiplayer or is that purely a solo? It's a co-op. You can play a co-op game. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm not sure. I'm actually going to be reaching out to the guys to find out if there's anything special uh, for the studio release. Yeah, because that could be quite interesting, couldn't it? If um, I mean, it's an interesting-looking game anyway. There's old Humpty there. Look. Um so, uh, and we now have, as we say, we have a release date. The interesting thing about this one is that it, it we're not getting it the same date as everybody else, but what we are getting is it as a pro game. So if you've got a pro subscription, you don't have to pay for it. Exactly. So uh, I'm happy enough with that trade-off. So mm. yeah, but, uh, uh, I'm a pro subscriber, and I think most people are pro subscribers who are on Stadia. So what we're getting here is we're getting a brand new game but instead of getting it uh day and date we're getting it a month later but it's going to be free on pro yeah I, i'm i'm for one i'm happy enough with that trade-off if we're going to if we get a game later and we're getting it on pro i think most people would be happy with that no absolutely and it is a great looking game it <clears throat> it reminds me of monty python but uh, that's because i'm old <laughs> yeah and it's very Monty Python-like, isn't it? It's a, it's a tower defense sort of game. So it's, Yes. So it is going to be uh, quite interesting to play that one. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, yeah, I was, it's funny you say that because um, Orcs Must Die 3, which was released uh, this week on the day of the Connect, I think, wasn't it? Or was it the next day? I forget. It was one of those. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but that that's a tower defense game. Um, and 
uh, has all those kinds of features because I've never really played tower defense games before. Um, but that was uh, that's that's been really well received, hasn't it, in the, in the community? Yeah, it has. A lot of people are actually really, really buzzing about this game. And mm. it's got actually reasonable reviews out there as well. And a couple of the big gaming sites have actually reviewed it and they've reviewed it on Stadia and they've given reasonably positive reviews on that as well. So it is really, really good uh, that uh, it's starting to get out there. Orcs Must Die 3 came out on the day of the Connect, unfortunately. Uh, I think that was one of the big surprises, but unfortunately, it got like there a wee bit earlier. Mm -hmm. So, so as a surprise, it, as a surprise, a surprise. Like, <laughs> uh, but it is a real fun game, and it does have an older audience as well because the older titles are 10, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So there is an actual bit of love to, for that game. So I think that may have got some people into, into the Stadia family after that. Because as you know, you don't need a good PC to actually play this because this was released on PC as well. So Yeah, absolutely. So people who are maybe not are keeping up with their PC can actually jump in and uh, play that on Stadia. And it is a pro game. So if they all I had to do was sign up for the free month to give that a go. And it's it's a uh, Pringles with Stadia. Once you once you actually play it, you, you actually get addicted to it, and once you stop, you can't. Pringles for Stadia. Yeah. Love that. Well, yeah, I know you, exactly once, what you're saying. Once you, <laughs> once you pop, you can't stop. So absolutely, no no product placement, and absolutely no uh, monosodium glutamate was uh, dispensed in the making of this game, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Yeah. It it's um it's we were we were toying with this being a rock review this week, but we're going to spend a bit more time with it. Um, but certainly, as I said, a load of people. Uh, I don't think I've seen a, a, a dodgy review of this game. Um, it, uh, it does take a little while to load, mind you. We'll have to remember that when we come around to reviewing it. But it is good fun. Uh, I I threw it up on the old screen first thing this morning um and uh just because i thought we were going to do a rock review of it really <laughs> but it was but i have to say it was good and uh a tower defense is something as i said i've never really played before so it was interesting to see uh how that works right um i'm not going to play this by the way i've just put it up on the screen for something to see what have we got next on our our latest news duncan or are we done Oh, we've, so, we've got. We've I know we could go on forever on news this week, couldn't we? We could do. Uh, one of the big games which is actually coming to Stadia uh, in September, which I think a lot of people forgot about. I actually forgot about it uh, until I, I seen this earlier in the week. Marvel's Avengers is coming in September to Stadia. Which, yes. Uh, so they're actually having a new uh, round table uh, coming up in the next uh, two weeks and mm -hmm. they're just going to expand and what what's going on and um, in marvel's avengers and uh, there is a beta coming out as well so you can actually try the game unfortunately it is not on stadia but you can play it on other platforms okay. just to, get to, to get a feel of the game but this could be one of the big games of the year and that's coming out in september so, it's an interesting point that you make about betas and i'm uh, we do have an early access uh, that launched this week, which of course is in essence uh, a beta, and I think that's a program that will see more and more betas um, released. I think the only thing I would say is that when they're early access, and I'm talking about a game called One Hand Clapping, 
um, when it's early access on Stadia, there is some kind of payment. Whereas, of course, that's not always the case in the in the wider gaming world with uh, with betas. So, I, I don't know that we're going to see those large betas, but we certainly do get the odd one or two, don't we? We do indeed. We get the early access games, which is fine. Uh, in the coming months, uh, I believe we're going to get some of these betas coming, but I think that's a more longer term sort of thing. I think they're still trying to work out how they're going to implement them going forward. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Betas are an interesting beast. Uh, you do get access to the game, but the game isn't finished, mm-hmm. and there could be issues with it, and it, it may not feel completely right. It gives you a flavour of the game, rather than what the whole game is going to be like. Because sure. things are going to be added, taken, and possibly taken away following mm-hmm. uh, feedback from the from the beta. But it's actually going to be interesting now. It's, it's you can actually try it on the other platforms just to even just say if you're going to get it on Stadia or whatever. It's hmm. it's it's don't be reading too much into the not getting the beta access. I think Stadia no. is still and uh, it's still finding uh, finding their feet in regards to some of the, the other features which are on other platforms. Of course, of course, and uh, I mean here we're seeing we're seeing the one hand clapping early access game on Stadia, which is two pounds fifty. And to be fair. Uh, I've had a little play of this. Um, it's in a pretty good state for two pounds fifty. That's not bad. Now it may come as a free pro game. We don't know. Um, but you know what? My attitude to that is: is what the heck? Let's give the developers some something to uh, encourage them to keep developing games, uh, because of course that money goes straight. To, well, most of it goes straight to the developer, um, and it's a really great game. And the thing I love about this title. Um, which I have bought. The reason it's not showing as bought is because I've logged into a different account. Um, the reason that uh, I love this game is is that you control the character with your voice by singing, which is which makes it probably one of the most accessible games um, for anyone that might have a physical disability on this platform. Uh, and I love that, and I, and I hope we see more of that to come in the future as well. Yep. Uh... I think if they're not uh, using the Microsoft Adaptive Controller, there's plans of actually using it. Uh, that's okay. actually something I'm going to actually look into after this, after you saying that. Uh, Stadia is trying to push that all out so it's accessible for absolutely everybody, and that can be a, has to be applauded in this game mm-hmm. as well. Open to everybody, and it is worth trying at that price. £2.50. We can't beat that. That was that. Here we go. We'll, we'll show our age. I remember going to the shop and you used to buy games for two pounds and two pound fifty to go buy Commodore sixty four games. You used to be just sold two pounds yeah. for just five pounds, or was like a, a really good game, or there was like a twenty pound, thirty pound games. If you're yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember games at two pound fifty, Duncan. I think there must have been special rates down your road. But I hear what you're saying. They were like bargain bucket and, games. Yeah, been out for yeah. like. Three or four years, and you just yeah. filled your filled your pockets. Yeah, you got the week, you got the week <laughs> and never two pound for a pop. I um, we, we could go down the road of uh, popping down the market and seeing the chap there with all the uh, the uh, BAS C sixties with uh, all your favourite games on for a pound, but we won't go there. That never happened, did it? <laughs> <laughs> So that's one hand clapping, and um, as I said, it's a great title. I actually watched uh, Clive. 
Clive Illenden doing uh, a first play of this. And uh, yeah, it was excruciating, I've got to be frank. Um, I wouldn't recommend putting the audio on if you're going to watch people do <laughs> unless they've got a beautiful operatic voice. And I actually, I can hold a note. I've got to be fair. I've got to be frank. Uh, but I struggled to control this little chap. Um, so, you know, what, what I consider a reasonable voice versus what this game considered a reasonable voice are two, two completely separate things. <laughs> also, I've seen some people uh, actually use a keyboard. I think it was Adam of uh, Stadium Source used a keyboard oh, right. for, a bit, for a bit more uh, control. I, I didn't uh, know you could do that. So you uh, can actually control the character without the use of your voice. Just using, you uh, could do WASD yeah. to make it move around. But unless I'm wrong, you have to to, to create the platforms oh. that you you jump up and down on. You've got to emit a note. I won't show you, folks. It would you know, cat would run away. You never see it again. <laughs> oh, I would say keyboard. I would mean like a piano keyboard, so you could use it. Ah, okay. Like a, okay, right, clever. Yeah, or um, or get the perfect note and record it. Of course, and just press it that way. But then that sort of defeats the object, and it is fun. Um, and it, it would be it would be great to see this as a sort of a multiplayer thing as well. I know it's not, but as a sort of co-op in the future, where or a multiplayer where you could uh, you could you know go up against your your friends and see who who's got the uh, the best voice. But there you go, that's that one. Um, what else did we have that we wanted we, to just quickly cover off? We have a new game on the platform as mm -hmm. well. On top of these other two games which came up to connect, we got Tomb Raider. Temple of Osiris. Yep. Again, this is another co-op game. New to us, but it's another game that's been out and about for a little while. Yeah. And it is came on as a pro deal as well. Not a free pro game, a pro deal. So mm -hmm. you would have to pay for this. It is ten uh, pounds. Or sorry, that's no, not ten pounds, it's seven pounds fifty. Mm -hmm. It is ten dollars on the pro deal. Uh, but it's gonna be normally fifteen pounds and twenty dollars. Okay. Uh, and it's a fun game. You can play that co-op. It's again, it's another, it's what we call an atypical stadia game at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. you can pick up, you can go, you can play it for a bit. Uh, it encourages co-op. So yeah, it's 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 not a bad title. It's not it's not a great title. Um, just here's your geekiness here coming out. Yeah. If you notice, it's not a Tomb Raider game. It's a Lara Croft game. Ah, good yeah. shout. Yeah, uh, the Tomb Raider is actually for the for or to the adventuring type thing. So they made the distinction that this is not a Tomb Raider game. This right. is a Croft game. So don't be going and expecting uh, Tomb Raider. This is more uh, two and a half D, uh, which means it's isometric and you, you can't really control the camera, etc. So it does look really good though, doesn't it? It's um, graphically, it's really good, and it's so it's extending the franchise. It's not. Uh, or deviation on the franchise, I should say. So they've gone off to the side slightly to Tomb Raider, but it's a it's a kind of as you've said. Sorry, Doug, I interrupted you very badly. But it's a it's an isometric puzzler. But it looks to me, I'm seeing multiple characters, so I'm presuming it's a co-op as well. Yeah, it's a co it's a it is a co-op game as well. So yeah, you can it's a Tomb Raider game you can play with people during the main story. Mm -hmm. uh, one other tiny thing to notice. Uh, Tomb Raider is an old game. Uh, uh, you've got three different, basically, styles in it. You've got the original yeah. Tomb Raider. You've got the updated one. 
uh, which is a bit more cartoony, and you've now got the more realistic one, which we've all got in Stadia. This is using the character models from the middle sort of period, where it's a bit more cartoony. Right. So it's not, if you go into it, don't be expecting uh, Lara Croft uh, to look like, uh, and what she looks like in uh, the latest. The newer, the newer games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. So that looks really, really good. And that's currently live on the platform. So you can uh, buy it or, or download it, whatever's your your personal preference. Um, and uh, how much did you say it was, sorry? It's £7.50 on Pro or £15 if you wow. So it is, it, it is maybe worth checking out if you're yeah. interested in that sort of Sort of and thing. again, and again, it ticks the old uh, jump in, have a play, play it on your mobile, your television, your laptop, whatever. They, they they seem to be very consciously looking to to bring games that will work across all the platforms, not just specifically one of the platforms. If that makes sense. Yeah, what there does seem to be a clear pattern with the games which you're bringing on, which you're bringing in, which are the quote unquote big games like your Assassin's yeah. Creeds and Cyberpunk's do seem to have a, a big focus that you can play it anywhere um, with as many or in co-op as well. We are we are getting uh, ones here and there which are single player only or the, the bigger titles, but the, the majority of the titles coming in do seem to have that tightly nailed focus. We want this sort of game on the platform initially. Yeah. No, absolutely right. I think that's um, that's interesting to see. And this week, I think more than any any, any other week has uh, has made that very obvious that 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 is the the plan moving forward, which is absolutely bang on in terms of our audience and and what we believe um, Stadia is. It's carving its niche in the gaming world. Exactly, that's what they're aiming for, and they're supplementing it with the big games. Uh, we can just here. I'll just rhyme off a couple of these hardcore titles for the, mm -hmm. the hardcore, which a lot of people seem to have forgot, which is coming next month. We've got Baldur's Gate Three, which yep. is this hardcore, deep thinking uh, for a really oh, big gamer market that is coming out next next year. Yeah, week. big big AAA title as well. Lots of investment on that one, and lots of stadium only features in that one as well. So yeah. that is a title which. We need to keep a massive eye on because that's actually going to showcase what's going to be happening in Stadia going forward. Yeah. Then we've got Avengers in September. We also have uh, Jedi Fallen Order. A Star Wars game is coming to Stadia. Mm. We've got FIFA coming. We've got Madden coming. We have Watch Dogs coming. We have uh, mm. Assassin's Creed coming. We have the Hitman games coming. We've got Far Cry coming. We've got Cyberpunk coming. We have got a load of big games uh, which are going to be coming by the end of the year and yep. we are going to be absolutely swimming. This is Drenched in games. We are going to be drenched in games and then yep. on top of that is we're going to be getting these other games, these indie games uh, where you can dive in, dive out and palette, cleanse your palette and everything with it is just the sort the sorbet of gaming is what yeah. you're essentially saying there. Get yeah. yourself a little a melon ball of gaming. Exactly, <laughs> it's you do need that. And the best thing about Stadia is 
you don't have to worry about downloads. I think it, this is going to become bigger and bigger and bigger in the more months and more games come onto the system. You, you're sitting there playing Assassin's Creed and mm. you're thinking, no, I, I need something else to break up my mind. Oh yeah, I got Rock of Ages free on Pro. I'm going to go back and play that. And you just jump in straight away yeah. and cleanse your palate. Lots and lots and lots of stuff to come. Exciting times. Should we wrap up on the latest news because we're uh, the old clock is a ticking and uh, move on to our next feature for today? Yes, what, absolutely. What say you? Let's do it. Let's see if we can... <laughs> I'm dreading pressing this button. Let's just do it, mate. Let's just do it. What's that, Rock? I tell... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's brilliant. I tell you what's I tell you what's up, Rock. I need a stiff drink. <laughs> it's what's up, Rock. Oh dear. What's there he is. Look at it. Look at that beautiful up? face. What's up, Rock? <laughs> oh uh, well Lara Croft, Temple of Osiris, apparently. Uh, Duncan, Mr. Cloudy, sir. Uh, this is actually a very valid point because I mean I've seen a few people saying, oh, you know, Stadia needs to keep up, and uh, we've got we've got so much happening technologically. Um, the thing that's up with me this week is, will Stadia fall behind when the next generation of consoles launches later this year? No, it will not. Those Good. Let's move on to the next feature then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better just to be actually 100% clear on that. No, Stadia will not fall behind because there's so much ambiguity about uh, where is Stadia, where it's not as powerful, it is as powerful. Stadia, if you look at it raw specs, mm -hmm. it has more power than the PlayStation 5. It may not be, right. it may not be showing it as yet, but that's because it's an it's really really early the second thing about stadia is when stadia upgrades you don't have to worry and they've already said that stadia is going to be upgrading on a regular basis mm -hmm. so we actually got a question during the week about uh i've heard about generation two of stadia as well but we're not actually covering that in the ask cardi one it's actually fell nicely into this sort of section here uh thank you for the question and Basically, Generation 2 of Stadia, you actually done a brilliant article in Cloudy about this. It, Stadia is just going to upgrade all the time, and you may not actually see it when it happens. It's just going to constantly evolve as time goes along, and you do not have to worry. And this is what's going to keep it up with the modern-day console, or the next generation of consoles, and the consoles after that, and the PCs. Stadia is always going to tweak and add, so you do not have to worry about what's, what the next generation is going to be because it's always going to be updated going forward. Right. So in a way, the analogy could be um, when you play a game on Stadia, uh, take one at random, Destiny, for example. In fact, there was a big update this week, to be fair. We could have covered this in the news, to uh, Tom Clancy's Breakpoint whereby um, there was uh, the servers went down and they updated the software. Uh, and now you can play with AI characters, artificial intelligence characters, which is great because that's like the original, the previous Breakpoint, Wildlands. Uh, very exciting. Now, 
I happened to have Breakpoint on my PlayStation and I had to download another big old multiple gigabyte size file. I had to wait for that to download. It depended how my fast my, my internet was. Then I had to install that new update and everything. And, you know, an hour later I could play the game. Whereas, of course, on Stadia, uh, oh, there's an update. Boom. I didn't even know it was there and it's working. And in fact, they just put a little tweet out and say, there's an update. And I'm guessing the what you're saying is that this is the same in essence with the actual hardware itself, which is invisible to us. The beauty of Stadia is we it's it's like the Apple iPhone of gaming, isn't it? It just happens, it just works. You don't have to think about it. If you want the the more technical mobile phone and you want the Android that you can play with and stuff, then there's other cloud formats that you can get invested with. Stadia is all about press the old button and it just happens. So the same thing with the technology in the background as the games that we play, they just update. And we suddenly think, oh, new features. Oh, wow, this looks good. We don't even need to know about it. It, it just happens. Exactly. And uh, it is the perfect way to do it. You don't mm. have to worry about it going forward. Uh, if you we'll go a wee bit geeky here, we won't go too technical because uh, <laughs> it's me. Uh, some games I have noticed, and other people have noticed as well, that they are actually all they're always changing wee settings here and there. And mm. the one that seems to happen a lot too is Destiny 2. Uh, you can actually notice that there's slight de deviations in the quality of Destiny 2. So they're always tweaking to make things better. Um, yep. So you don't actually do it. So any changes Stadia make, you don't have to worry about them because they're doing them for you. And they're it just always, happens. It just happens. And it yep. will always improve. Here, on another thing to, to really ease your mind about Stadia, when they make a change, say there's this big massive update this generation two, which uh, people have different thoughts your older games will continue to still work. So right. Stadia is a lifetime platform. So the games you've got now will should work uh, 20, 30 years down the line because it's a lifetime. So yeah. So that is something just to don't worry about. Basically, my thing on the, on the, the generations is don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Just sit there and Just let out. it go. Just, just choose like, your game. And, Keep playing the darn thing. And in essence, what you're saying there, Duncan, is is that um, if it's an older game and it runs today, it's a little bit like if I'm at home and I've got my favourite little game that I've had for years, uh, but it was brought out for the PS1. And obviously it's not going to work on the PS4, but it doesn't matter because I kept my PS1 just to play that game and I plug it into the TV whenever I want to and I play my old PS1 game. And what you're saying is, is the same thing will be the case with Stadia. So if a game is several years old and it's not does not really optimised to work on the latest version of Stadia, just still play it on another version of Stadia that they've got running in a server farm somewhere. Exactly. It's Stadia is the... I don't want to say the lazy persons because that's not the right... No, but it's... <laughs> Fits for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on other platforms, you're going to have to always worry about patches, um, downloads, upgrades, uh, tinkering with stuff if you're on a PC. Uh, Stadia is just their plug, play, go, or what, what, what's their click and play? <laughs> click, click to play. 
click to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, Subtle difference. Because I think they were saying click and play as well during it. Because I that was going. Yeah, a little confusing, wasn't it? But I think the I think the actual uh, feature is click right. to play. Right. Uh, because you can click and play as an in, as a one, you know, solo. Yeah, but yeah, I it means a kind of the same thing, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. it's just semantics, really. It's a, it's <laughs> it's very much just semantics. But, but that is all. Yeah, that's what that is a selling point. And mm. uh, we just we just need to just get this out there a bit more. That is what Stadia is. It is a platform where you just click. Uh, click to play or click and play or whatever way and you don't have to worry about death anything. by chocolate, death by chocolate. <laughs> you and see this is this is how geek, geeky people this is this is geeky people for you people their, their brains are all over the place they don't need to worry about the semantics and the bits that they just want to get me let me get my point out <laughs> exactly yeah but that, that is the best thing about studio is the generation generation two or is it going to compete to the next level of consoles? It will. It's it's nothing to worry about. You just go there. You just go and play on Stadia and don't yeah. worry about anything. I'm much more relaxed now. Thank you for that, Duncan. And of course, we know uh, through through the rumor mill that uh, the the next generation of Stadia. Uh, is already out in the wild. It's already out there with some developers. Um, so I think it's safe to think we'll start to see the advantages show up in in games that are maybe just around the corner. Yep, I think that's a good shout. And mm. I, I, don't, I don't want to start any rumors, but I think I've got an idea why some games may not have an announcement of yet because of maybe Generation 2 of Stadia. And yeah. they may be waiting until... Uh, Again, this is. I know we're trying to purely speculation. I know we we try we try not to speculate too much on this show, but we we you know we've seen the, we've seen those reports. Yeah, and I think they can't announce certain games coming to Stadia until the next generation of consoles have been announced, because we may be getting this updated versions of it, and they have to wait politicky things behind the scenes. Yeah, of course, Stadia. Oh, of course. Duncan, thank you very much for that. I'm much, much more relaxed. I hope you are as well at home and uh, reading and watching this in chat. So let's press another button and throw ourselves into the random world of who knows what's going to happen when I do this. <laughs> oh, hang on. We're we haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> Well, that worked. I'm going to do that again because I didn't. Oh. Here we are. It worked. It worked. Well, it kind of worked. We've um, we seem to have lost. Rock review this week is uh, what are we reviewing this week, Duncan. I think we're re reviewing uh, PUBG. We are reviewing PUBG, and um, 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 while I <laughs> while I set this up, remind me what PUBG stands for because it's got lots of letters in it. Uh, PUBG stands for Player Unknown uh, Battlegrounds. So yeah. it is a game which has been uh, around for uh, a number of years now, and this is what's kicked off the battle royale craze. And this wasn't the first battle royale; it was the one which made it mainstream for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, Battle Royale means you just basically you jump in and it, it's you or your team against a hundred or, or 
massive amount of people, in this case in PUBG is 100 uh, people, in other top or other games it can be more, it can be less, but it's basically a, multi, a massive multiplayer game on one map where you, you fight off against people. Uh, and PUBG is more realistic than the other sort of games like Fortnite, it's actually more militaristic uh, sort of uh, shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's a game which has been around, it's got a massive following, uh, and it is a reasonably fun game if you're into it, and it's, we're going to touch that on this and when we're starting. We're going we're gonna to give it a little go, aren't we? So just to remind people uh, as I fire this up, and uh, I, would, I think we're going to have some audio whether we like it or not, um, the rock review is unique. So apart from the fact that it's got rock at the front, we try and do something different when we, we review our games. Um, so we don't uh, we don't specifically talk about how they look or how fast they run or whether they're four key, four K, three K, whatever K. We try and look at it all from the casual gamer perspective, from the perspective of busy people. And we look at five things in essence. Uh, we look at whether or not the game is uh, quick to load. We look at whether um, I've lost my mouse. Oh, where is it? It's got to come somewhere it's, around here. Can you com- see my mouse anywhere? Oh, I know. It's trapped in the game. <laughs> come out, young mouse. How quickly How quickly it loads. Uh, how, can we pick up from where we left off and we go back into the game? How easy is it to play? Uh, does it feel rewarding? And is it value for money? So there's five points. We give uh, five points for those five points each. I look at it from the point of view of the uh, pro subscriber, the um, person that's actually paying on a monthly basis, because there are slight changes and differences um, for some of these pointers. And Duncan, you come at it from the standard Stadia individual that isn't paying, although you do, I know. Yeah, you, you, yeah, it's a fair point, isn't it? Um, so let's, uh, you know what I'm going to do here, don't you? I'm actually going to, we're going to leave that one on screen for a second. Let's just, you talk about the, how quickly can we get into the game? We just showed, we just showed how quickly we can get into the game, but for our, for our podcasting friends, how fast does the game load? Uh, the, the game for me does not load that quick. Um, this is because it's, uh, you load into the game and then you load in the, uh, um, you try and find the game. And then when you go into the, when you actually find the game, you actually are waiting about for a bit longer as well. So I, it's not, there's lots of wee gates in the way of actually starting up the game. So it's not a game you can get into like other games in the platform where you're them out in 30 seconds. You're talking a good two, three minutes to actually get in and actually start the game proper where you're actually yep. falling out from the, the airplane. Which you do. Um, I'm just uh, keep going. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, it's it's a game which isn't. Uh, if you're going to sit down and play PUBG, you have to mm-hmm. actually spend time. You're going to need a, a good half an hour to actually, depending on how good you are at the game or how bad you are at the game, to, <laughs> to actually get a, a good run on it. So it's not a game you can uh, drop into really quickly. You actually have mm-hmm. to spend a bit of time uh, aside to start the game off yeah so i mean the, the point is is it does i mean it's relatively fast as a game but um if you want to then get a game on per se um there's a little bit of effort that's involved in that um now what we what we what i'm just doing folks here is uh, and i'll just pull it over 
is um, we uh, on a Friday night we we actually do play quite a bit of PUBG with our chaps, our friends uh, in chat and so on. Um, so I've muted it because it is a bit uh, industrial language, as uh, as Duncan as Duncan enjoys to uh, say. Um, so yeah, so uh, in terms of how quickly uh, we can get into the game. Um, it doesn't even matter so much about the fact that it loads quite fast. Actually then finding what kind of game you want to play, getting people to play with you and so on and so forth can be a bit of a bit of a bind, can't it? So so we're kind of giving that one a, a two each out of five. Um, I just want to add one wee tiny thing. This is a game which does have cross-platform multiplayer, so actually finding a game is a lot easier than it would be if it was just uh, Stadia only players. So you do have uh, that speeds it, that speeds the process up of actually finding the game online. Right. Okay. Fine. But, but it's still a two for me. No problemo. Uh, can we pick up from where we left off? So um, no, because obviously, and we say this every time, there are games that you can, but this kind of uh, multiplayer multiplayer games is not possible because, of course, you can't ask the other 39 people that played with you to sit there for an hour and wait for you to come back. So it's a bit unfair, really, to include this one in a multiplayer. It does tend to uh, knock it down. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, so therefore... Almost by default, the answer is no. It gets a one. Sorry about that, PUBG. <laughs> but it's no. What can we do? How easy is it to play? Well, I, I mean, look, I'm I'm no slouch when it comes to the old cranial matter. But I have to say, I've played this now for I don't know how many thirty odd hours, and I'm still not fully one hundred percent sure on all the aspects. Um, it's an interesting game in the sense that uh, you can be playing for an hour and see absolutely no action whatsoever. And then the last five minutes, it's all over the shop, and it's and it's the end. So it's quite, from that point of view, it could be... But, of course, you've got the tension of being in a game that it's a survival game. So, uh, you know, in terms of learning on the job, it's a struggle. Um, and so, yeah, I, I personally didn't find or have not found it easy to play. But you have uh, I, I gave it a two. You've gone higher than me. Why did you feel it was easier than I did? Uh, basically, uh, when you work out, you, I think there's just, there is a slight learning curve with it. But yep. as soon as you learn how to pick up the gun, it's basically go around shoot people. You can go as deep as you want or as shallow as you want. Yes, I am very fair. I'm very shallow, so I thought it was easy enough to play because I just pick up, I go for the strategy, I go for the biggest gun available and use that. So, yeah, no, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I'm kind of marking it from my perspective. Really, I should be thinking about this from the casual gamer's perspective. From a casual gamer's perspective, I don't think it's easy to play. I think that you're absolutely right, Duncan. There is a, a, a learning curve, a simple in principle as the game is there is a learning curve i know that there are guys like uh, our, our good friends in in the video window that we're seeing here for example daz and lee stadiumania who are all part of our friday night crew who've played this for years they know it intimately um and the guys that are really good at it have you know, play it incessantly but it's not a pick up and learn and put away again and play it again another day is it so i'm quite confident confident and comfortable with my my two for that one uh does it feel rewarding well that's a good question does it feel rewarding there is only one objective in this game and that's to win uh and get a chicken dinner 
for the winner, which is you know a little little uh, developer's joke. Um, you pick up stuff along the way, but you don't get to keep it. You lose it in the next game. Guns and armor and so on. You've got to go and find it all again. There is a battle pass, which is now a time honored rewarding system in games like this. So the more you play, uh, you unlock maybe some more cosmetics or you know some uh, a loot case or something so there is an element of reward to it but is the game itself rewarding i don't find it is uh yeah uh, for me it i don't find it uh that uh rewarding the reason being it's uh like he uh insinuated at the beginning it's it could be 20 minutes of nothing then 10 seconds of all action and you end up just dead yeah. <laughs> if you go and win the game and get your chicken dinner, it's a five out of five. Mm -hmm. But I haven't. I'm not that that good at the game. Uh, so, uh, well, you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you want to laugh, folks, just watch my, my watch Rock Cam on a Friday night. It's truth. Yeah. The 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 thing about it is, it's it could be 20 minutes and then five seconds and it's all yeah. you're dead or you could just land and you could be just picked off straight away so that actually gets very frustrating that you've, you've mm. done this and you can't even see anybody and you you could go through the whole game you could play for 30 minutes and not even shoot your gun in anger uh, yes and you're dead so yes. that way i don't think it's that rewarding but mm. if you get your chicken dinner it's five out from five but a lot of the other times it's I'm sorry I love the way you say you chicken dinner <laughs> <laughs> love it absolutely love it yeah and and to be fair to PUBG that is uh, a staple of of the all battle royale games which is the class of game that this is which uh folks if you're not familiar with 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 battle royale essentially there's a, a massive amount of people that start the game in this case up to 100 um and, and in most cases it's, it's a typical number between 60 and 100 and then it's an, an an elimination process. So one by one, you all get killed until there's a couple of guys left or a couple of teams, depending on what model you're, you're playing. They add an added challenge, which is the maps, which tend to be quite large, and they're all open world, and you can go any anywhere that you want to. However, they constantly restrict the amount of the map that you can play within in the case of PUBG, there's a big sort of blue weird energy that shrinks the circle down so you have to keep running to stay inside the circle which is good fun i mean actually for me that's probably one of the, the most fun aspects of the game um and other uh, battle royales have very similar metrics and they just um deal with it in a slightly different way so those are the kind of two ways otherwise if you think about it you just get you find a sniper rifle you'd go and sort of find a nice sniping position for the whole game and just wait for people to walk past so it's that's the yeah does that lee's favorite trick is to just hide in a bush <laughs> which kind of works um so you know so that that's that's essentially the the rewarding aspect and then we come on to is it value for money well look I'm a pro, you know, this is my pro review. And the point is this, it's it's free to claim if you're a pro subscriber. So um, truthfully, I've got it as three here, but but in fairness, it's very good value for money. I don't know why I marked it down. So, I mean, it's actually higher than that. But I'm going to stick with three because, you know, that's the way of the world. Uh, and you've given it a similar value of three, Duncan, even though you do have to buy it if you're not a pro pro game subscriber. 
Yeah, it's a game which, if you get it, you are going to absolutely spend hours upon hours, if not hundreds of hours in game. So yeah. if you don't get it, you're going to refund it. By the way, you can refund games in Stadia if you haven't played yes. two hours, which is yep. that could be an ask Scare Cloudy for one coming up. Yeah, we'll keep that one up our sleeve. <laughs> keep that one up this first night. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's why I gave it a three. It's if you don't like the game at all, it's a one. If you love it, mm. it's going to be a five. And there is no going to be, there's not going to be many people in between. So that's why I've given it a three. It's about forty pound for the battle pass and the game, which is a sort of standard sort of price. And I'm okay. assuming that that's going to be an offer uh, a, a lot as well. If you're considering it, get pick it up in pro, mm-hmm. try it out. Uh, even for the eight pound, just say, yeah, I actually like that. I'm going to keep it. Uh, if you're just tempted for it, wait to lose a Stadia sale and get it a bit cheaper. And I think there may be a sale coming up on it because they're going to be, as we mentioned in the news earlier, they're launching a new map or yes. a big update. And that's usually when you get a, a couple of offers on the go. And also, am I right in saying that you can throw real money at the game and buy in-game cosmetics, um, suits, that kind of stuff? You can indeed. You can yeah. buy cosmetics and the battle pass as you've you've mentioned there so there's a new battle pass coming out as well so okay. I'm assuming there's going to be a new pro deal um, including the including the new uh, battle pass i just want to give a quick shout out to myself actually dunk because i was quite proud on friday you you if you're watching this on the video and uh, if you do if you do listen to us on podcast, thank you ever so much for that. We really appreciate it. But but please do have a quick look on the old video as well, because we, we show a lot of the stuff on the screen here. Uh, and you'll notice, uh, young chat, that at the very top it says Dunk Cam. So, <coughs> <coughs> yes, this week on <laughs> Rockstars at Night, everybody had their own cam, which was great. We could flick between everybody's game. Well, I say everybody, the four folk that you see in the window there. Uh, so we had Dunk Cam and Rock Cam. We would have had Daz Cam and Dan Cam, but they couldn't get it to work. Um, but uh, they'll get it sorted for next week, I'm sure. And Dan was our special guest. Lee um, took some time out, was in the chat, and uh, did did some great stuff there. But uh, yeah, there you go. There's only one. There's only one show, folks, where you get the guests' cams. You can see all that everybody playing at the same time. And we're not talking here about a stadia-based feature, right? Anyway, trumpet blown. I, I thought you oh. wanted. I thought you were going to say you actually killed me and it's on camera. I did. I don't think it was this moment, though. Um, uh, You'll also see Duncan. I don't know why, but Duncan favours running around with just his underpants on in this game. Um, I'm sure it's a reflection of real life. Camouflage. Camouflage, is it? That's what you say. Yes. You try telling that to the guard, mate. (laughs) Or whatever they're called in your part of the world. Let's have a look at the final score. Uh, because we have one overall then I have given we both actually we're totting up those numbers have given it 11 out of 25 so a middling a middling score I think that's fair as I've said this is not not rock review is not a reflection on the quality of the game in terms of uh, you know if you're a hardcore gamer or you've got more time to spare purely on the basis of being a casual gamer um, being able to drop in drop out I don't think this is uh, a game that uh, you want to worry too much about. Yeah, it's uh, if you're looking for a big longer sort of uh, gaming session and you want to go for uh, 
that sort of thing yeah it's a game to consider but for a casual sort of i just want to jump in jump out it's not really no. you, you, you will have to spend a wee bit of time with it and you have to set a bit of time aside for it and as you there look, look at you dying away on the screen bless you this was the end of the game the end of the road for duncan there he goes dunk cam bit the dust <laughs> while we watch duncan biting the dust let's take another stroll down random risk lane and see what happens when we press our next button you know it's got to be fun right Brilliant. There you go. Look at that. Uh, I, can, I can sort this one out. Hang on a second. Uh, just uh, just wait one, one cotton pick in a minute. Folks, this has been an absolute disaster this week, but at the same time, it's been quite fun. I know that there is. What do you reckon? That one or that one? Your choice. Those, those people... Or Duncan. <laughs> but it has been fun. We uh, It all went wrong when my keyboard failed. I'm sorry. I normally spend a load of time prepping this show. Uh, but without a keyboard, it was never going to happen. Um, so there you go. And do you know what the worst of it was? It was a little Mac keyboard. Look. I know. It was a little, little remote Mac keyboard. There you go. Duncan, it's Ask Cloudy. And... Uh, we normally ask you a question. I don't have a clue what question we've got for you this week. I was going to say uh, we're well over schedule here today, so we could leave the Ask Cloudy. For... Let's have a quick Ask Cloudy. Come on, let's let's just okay. do a quick one. What was your? You've had a few. You had a few tweets this week. I know we put them out there. What yeah. did? Uh, what What was your favourite one? We will go for. Uh, we'll go for what is sixty fps. What is sixty fps? Yes. Good me. question. What is 60 FPS, Duncan? 60 FPS is the refresh rate on the screen here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two main uh, for Stadia, which is 30 FPS and 60 mm -hmm. FPS. Basically, that tells you how quickly the screen refreshes. Some people can notice straight away the difference between the two. This is because on 30 FPS, sometimes it feels a bit more jerky, while 60 FPS is a bit more... Uh, smoother. I'm, I'm feeling a bit jerky today, mate. I can assure you. Yeah. So, <laughs> some people say that it's 30 FPS feels like that. Well, 60 is a lot. Just feels faster and smoother and and all that sort of thing. You can notice it in games, or I can notice it in games. But a lot of people, the best way to say about it is if you actually put two screens up, one F or 30 FPS and one 60 FPS, you can notice a difference in the, just, a, just the way it looks and feels, or like that there. <laughs> I, just, uh, I went drunk for a second there. Yeah. So I thought I was getting all blurry. <laughs> Those new glasses. Now, yeah. FPS stands for what? Uh, frames per second frames per second and actually uh, i guess the easiest way i think to describe this is if you remember back in the very 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 old days of film the old sort of charlie chaplin film and you ever look at a reel of film and you see it's made up of one two three four five six seven different instances of of a, in fact a camera taking a picture every a fraction of a second now in film terms Oh, certainly TV terms, it was about 24 frames per second of of those photographs that makes up one second of film. And of course, that you know, wholly depends on the uh, you know, technology and so on. They, um, they found that 
if they increase the amount of those photos in a frame, it takes out some of the blurriness, um, which looks a bit weird on film and TV, actually. It can, they call it, uh, in America, they call it soap opera, um, uh, like a soap opera vision, because they used to increase the frames on, I don't know why, but apparently in American soap operas, they used to increase the frames for some reason. So yeah, and I know, I think Lord of the Rings came out at 60 frames per second as well as a film when... when Hobbit. The Hobbit was it, yeah. Uh, and again, if you watch it, and not all not all uh, cinemas or uh, movie theaters are capable of showing films at that speed, but it's an oddity. Now, however, play a game at sixty frames per second; it's a wholly different thing because you see detail that you didn't see at thirty frames per second. As I've said, the speed of those frames per second, your eye, the eye is an amazing thing. The brain's doing a load of work in there and it's, it's putting all those little screen images together. But at 30 frames per second, there's just not quite enough imagery. So it tends to be a bit blurry between each one. At 60, it's crisp. So if you're playing a game, I mean, even a multiplayer game, for example, I know uh, things like Call of Duty um, and any of those esports multiplayer games, they demand higher refresh rate, higher frames per second, because they need that detail in order to see where off in the distance the enemies are and stuff. So having uh, said all that, one of the things, and I know I'm kind of doing the Ask Cloudy for you this week, but one of the things that a lot of people say, Duncan, is that, yes, it's great to have 4K and the extra resolution, and so when you stop and look at an inanimate object close up on your tv you go wow look at all that stuff but actually 60 frames per second is preferable if you sit back from the screen because 4k kind of gets the detail gets lost the further back you sit to be fair so one of the options you get with stadia of course if you downgrade the performance level is 1080p 60 frames per second um and again, if you sat 10 feet away from the television on your old uh, CCU, your, your Chromecast Ultra, the 60 frames per second is what makes the big difference there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some some games are 4K, 60 FPS in Stadia. The best example of uh, to show the difference on high effects Stadia is Borderlands mm. 3. Right, if, yeah. if, if you've bought Borderlands 3 and you've got a 4K TV, if you put up the high quality mode and you play it in 4K, play it mm -hmm. for 10 seconds, and then bring it down, throw it out from the game, and change the mode to balanced. That brings it up as 1080 and 60 FPS, and play about with that. And there is just a noticeable difference. If For me, if I'm given the choice between 4K 60 or 1080 60, or 4K 30 or 1080 yep. 60, it would be 1080 60, because it is such a much better feeling of the game. Of course, of course. Great. Well, I hope that's um, I hope that's helped with the old uh, the question that you had there. I did see that one pop up on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Duncan, it's the end of the show. Where can people find you, my friend? You can find me at uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Games uh, com, and you can also find me at Wonder Escape on Twitter. What about you, Young Rock? Where can we find you? Well, uh, it's very kind of you to call me young, seeing as I'm about 53 years older than you. Um, you can find me at Stadia Rocks. In fact, anything from YouTube to Facebook to Twitter, as long as you go looking for Stadia Rocks, you'll find me hiding there, lurking in the corner somewhere, being my usual positive smiley self, 
<laughs> chat thank you ever so much for joining it's been a fun one an interesting one we hope we've uh we've we've brightened your day with some chuckles uh join us on wednesday for rock around the clock you've also uh i've i've been very remiss by the way and and not mentioned that uh, cloudy with a chance of games has done exceptionally well this week your kind of inaugural week hasn't it you've been kept very busy been very very busy and i want to thank mm. everybody for joining us on it and if you haven't you can follow us on twitter with cloudy with games we're pushing out news and it's not just stadia we are touching a bit of xbox touch shadow playstation everything under uh, all the different uh, cloud gaming platforms but stadia is our primary focus and you have a show as well coming up this week i think i know uh, it, it's scheduled for tuesday yeah, it's scheduled for Tuesday. We may be changing the day, maybe the time, because we don't want the Clash with Fury good show. It's clashing uh, with my show. It's clashing with my show, folks. Yes. <laughs> we were, we were, we've been talking behind the scenes here, but I think I may push it to eight o'clock, so it's not clashing. Would that good idea? Yes, eight, that'll eight, be good. I might even jump in and play with you if you do that, just because yeah. you're a good boy. Yeah, we're, we're going to play some Wave Break. Me and Kelly are going to play some Wave Break. Um, we would love anybody to join us. Uh, we're going to stream that. Um, yeah, it's, go, it's going to be good fun. And that's going to be so it's going to be one of those where you jump in, like we've been talking about that we do on a Friday. So you'll be playing games um, where people can jump in. And of course, as we see, click to play and click and play take off. Um, they'll be able to just literally click a button in YouTube, jump in and, and, and play with you guys. Exactly. And that's Absolutely that. fantastic. And we're all, uh, just one more wee tiny wee uh, bit of uh, talk uh, thing I want to say. We're actually going to be live streaming the Xbox conference on Thursday as well, yep. which is going to be a, a lot of fun. And you're going to see Kelly get extremely excited during that because she is a massive Halo fan. Right. <laughs> wonder where we wonder where we were going. I'm glad you qualified that there. <laughs> yeah, you, you just jumped the gun there. No, no, it's not the kind of show that we should be encouraging people to watch, Duncan. Let's be honest. Not on a Sunday. Thank you very much, my friend. It's an absolute pleasure as always. Um, we we did skirt through some. There was a massive week of news this week, so I think we did quite well to cover a lot of it. Uh, apologies uh, if we left anything out, but um, as I said, do, do join us on Wednesday when you have a little bit more of a deep dive on this stuff. Rock around the clock, and then Friday night, which is strictly for children over eighteen, we have uh, rock stars at night, which is always a chuckle. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and a fantastic week to come. Thank you, as always, for our friends in the chat to, uh, that, that have been throwing us comments and keeping us uh, entertained. Um, one more thing to say, and that is, uh, what? What do we normally say at this, end, at, the, at this point in the show? Something, something would it be rock out. Uh, rock out, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> rock out. <laughs>